And we're back. And we're back. This is the Legion of Red Up. The boys have uh, entered into a city not by their own accord. Something's going on. When is it ever our accord? It's always it's it's always your Honda Accord. I mean, I don't see court, but I do see fifty foot of rope. <laughs> I don't have that. So we're getting all the good jokes out of the way first, which is good. <laughs> so you guys have entered into the city uh, called Del Dofton, the land of the Pegwegs, reigned over by the King Dowd. Who is a l- oh, it's a giant boat? It's a giant goddamn boat. Oh, I thought this was some completely unrelated. No, it's uh, this is Clark's Ark. That's my Ark. Oh. Clark Ark? Yeah. Alright, now we have the best joke out of the way so that we can log off. Another. Yeah. Good night, Good everyone. Night, <laughs> At the entrance of this city, uh, you right before you were able to enter into Del Dofton, you ran into a human. A human man. Wearing a yellow shirt, some regular brown pants, sort of doughy, dowdy-looking, normal-looking guy, uh, who asked you for a moment of your time, and he took it. Now you find yourselves following a kangaroo in a red... What's what I'm looking for? Fucking... Hoodie. A, a kangaroo jack. Hoodie. No, not a hoodie. Uh, he's wearing a business attire. Uh, he's uh, wearing a red suit coat. You followed the kangaroo in the red suit coat down a staircase from a courtroom in which you found yourself having hogtied a man with no memory of doing so, uh, an elven man with a judge's wig. Uh, now, you left Whistle behind in the courtroom and are now following a kangaroo down a secret staircase, which eventually does lead to... An office belonging to him. Uh, he shuts the secret staircase doors as you all enter. The office is that what you'd expect of a disheveled public servant. <laughs> uh, there are several wooden folding chairs sitting all around. Paperwork is just pretty much everywhere. Uh, and he takes a pill of fantasy Elkut seltzer. Uh, puts it in a glass of water. Alka Seltzer. What the? Alpha God damn it! Never mind. As Bobby would say. No, I think I think it's more like a man's got to eat Alka Seltzer. I want to burn down the world. And he looks at all of you. I was like, <laughs> alright, so the plan was to, what? You, I brought you into the courtroom because you said you had insurmountable proof that Judge Barnum was responsible for some corruption, but you, you blanked. Midway through the whole conversation, uh, you started killing people, and then now you say you have no memory of the whole situation. It must be Tuesday. <laughs> it's actually Thursday. But just though we do kill most of our people on Thursdays. What a lovely Tuesday I had then. <laughs> if it carried over to Thursday. <laughs> okay, this is getting us nowhere. Well, uh, you, uh, you see, Mr. Well, what's your name? Uh, you can call me Prosecutor Rick. Okay, 
Okay, Prosecutor Rick, um... Well, here's the thing. I can't speak for my compatriots. I don't know what's going on. Look, I know about as much as you know of what's going on here. Essentially what you did was you came into my office spattering some nonsense, which I now know is nonsense, but he points at Kremel. That one had a pretty convincing argument. He said that we were all going to find the truth about what's corrupting the city, and then he points at Muffins. Then you were standing against the window and you were like, this city, I don't know what you were doing, but <laughs> essentially uh, you told me that you had some proof that the judge was corrupt and that we were going to find out what was going on with the king. And I was all for it because I've got zero leads and he's acting real weird. We took to court, we went through the proceedings, and you murdered all the guards, tied a man to a chair. Well, wait, the, is the judge the man tied to the chair? Oh yeah. Look, I think I'm going to get penalized for this. <laughs> my, uh, my man, my main man murder over here. Uh, was, part, me. was part of a was part of an elite order of king killers. When they, uh, elite's when, kind of a strong word. When, when, when they grew corrupt, so uh, I'm just gonna assume he had a gut feeling, and I started following him. It sounds legit. It wouldn't be the worst thing we've done. <laughs> I've murdered civilians by accident before. I sleep just fine at night because I thought they were bad. <laughs> <laughs> Right, so <laughs> what was so, he says he You guys tell me, what was this all about? You, you As I have said many times, <laughs> I don't know I start shaking him by his red suit coat. We don't know Wait, we do know something. We know that little dooder that we met at the front gate, if you do recall. You remember the little dooder? Yes. The guy yes. who was like hey, yo hey Yep, the dooder. Okay, they, like Cromwell. we came to your beautiful city from a distance. A man in a yellow shirt approached us with a scroll. He said, can I take a moment of your time? I said, yes, like a fool. And then we woke up in the courtroom. Is there a man in yellow running around causing time travel problems? It's a moment of time snatcher. I'm not a, I'm not a wizard. I don't know any magic, but I do know basic common sense. What time was it when your time got snatched? What time was it, Clark? Uh, you want to think about it for a second? Buffett thinks about it for a second. I was going to say roll, but that doesn't really make sense. Um, it was midday. Uh, it was midday. Muffins, you have some sort of timekeeping device? Yeah, it's, it's a watch and it has m myself on the center with my arms rotating. <laughs> what? <laughs> Now features that Legion of Red Up that shop. <laughs> uh, it's not. Wait, wait, wait. Um, I have an idea. Yeah. I, Muffins, I, you look at your watch. It is now 1 p.m. So we lost an hour? That sounds like about a moment to me. You lost an hour. What was your idea, Murdar? Okay. Can we check the cameras? What's a camera? Okay, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> I, I think I know who can straighten this out and then I march upstairs uh, looking for the judge you know that there's a bunch of pissed off like our fresh gods up there gonna club you to death right oh he's uh yeah he's currently upstairs and as Tony did state the doors were being burst down whistle was the only thing keeping the guards from bursting into the courtroom yeah oh, whistle's whistle probably dead now too <laughs> 
Uh, Whistle can't die. He's a he's a robot. <laughs> Permanently <laughs> disassembled. Also, what am I gonna do with this thing? The kangaroo takes a tablecloth off a nearby table, and it was Spike the whole time. Oh, my best <laughs> friend! Wow, what a table! Uh, then you hear, and it turns from a table into a dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> that is not canon. Yeah, it is. Because <laughs> uh, it's available in LeisureRunOp slash shop. <laughs> what a terrible transformer. It's half dinosaur, half table. <laughs> Wait, uh, I thought the we were trying to throw the book at the judge. <laughs> and we, Okay, just so I can get a little clarity, because I may have forgotten things from last time, we can cut this if we so choose. Mm-hmm. By we, I mean Clark. That's fine. Um, Fuck you. Okay, how did we meet the kangaroo again in the first place? The kangaroo was hiding know. under the prosecutor's desk. Came out and said, After "What is the happening?" Was okay, but he didn't see anything. Was he like knocked out, or did he ask? No, see anything? No, we he said. Uh, he said that. that you guys uh, started grilling the judge. You came to the court in order to do uh, some sort of court proceeding, but because he, he, you said you had evidence against the judge, Judge Barnum, uh, Judge Barnum in question was. Uh, then hogtied, the guards were killed, and you started grilling him. Really? Because he seemed pretty rare to me. Also, where's <laughs> the name Barnum coming from? Is that season two? That's a season two thing. Uh, oh, Prosecutor Barnum, he uh, he prosecuted us okay. during that court trial. Okay, so I was making sure it wasn't something in season three. Like, we met him previously, oh, so okay. we do know he's corrupt. Okay. Winston might know something. Well, he doesn't, but Muffins definitely doesn't. Okay. Um, well, maybe we just leave because uh, <laughs> we got nothing. Yeah, we have no reason to be All here. All right, well. There's no, ma- there's no major problem. Well, I mean, uh, we're I wanted men, you, assumably. I suppose you guys could just go. Um, just leave me to sort out my own mess, I suppose. Uh, would you guys like some licorice before you go? Uh, no, last time I trusted a stranger, I lost an hour of time, so... That's, it's a fair thing to think. Oh, oh by the way, you drop this, um, and uh, the kangaroo reaches into his coat pocket and uh, hands a business card to Plick Pluck. Plot devices and things. Yes. Hey, look at the business card. The business card uh, is for... A Dr. Boutte Stoffe, PhD. <laughs> okay. He runs the evidence store. <laughs> the evidence store? Yeah, where you get evidence from. <laughs> I missed that joke. What's his name? Boutte <laughs> Stoffe, PhD. He's a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> just let, just wait for it to sink, but... Oh, it's Dr. Yeah, you said uh, you came back without a hump, and uh, you are... Uh, now, you look like a changed man. You ain't walking around like a goddamn pariah anymore. That sounds like it would have cost a lot of money. I better get it back from this guy. <laughs> <laughs> Shouts to Dr. Butt Stuff. Thank you. All right, crew dooners. Look, apparently we paid this guy a visit, so I think before we leave, we should at least, one, get my money back, two, find out what he knows, uh, and three not get killed by the troop of penguin soldiers who want to cut us into pieces. Penguin and soldiers! Let's burn this bitch down! And I pull out the Master Torch and try to set the whole building ablaze. <laughs> <laughs> what the f- 
Oh, oh no! That's a man of action over here. Yeah. Man of stupid action. Yeah, but here's the thing. If we take down the entire building, all the guards after us are gone. Yeah. And, and, they, and all their children and their wives. <laughs> I cast Disguise Self. No, nah, we're on a boat. We'll at least have a canoe by the time we're done, just from the rest burning down. <laughs> what kind of logic is that? Whatever's left. Well, you know, some of it's always going to be wet, so it can't burn. At what's so wet will be let's at least you're casting you're casting boat. disguise self Winston Bobby. Are you trying to set the prosecutor's office on fire? Oh, we're in an office. I thought we were like in a secret room under the uh, what's it called the courtroom. Mm-hmm. No, this is the prosecutor's office, which is part of a massive boat colony of pegwigs, which you're trying to burn oh, yeah, to the ground. Yeah, well, if we burn the whole thing to the ground, we'll at least have a canoe left on bottom. So we're just <laughs> Bobby, do you remember what the, what happened the last time you burnt a canoe? Were you there? <laughs> Tony Stash, everyone. Check it out. Can we keep making vague references to Tony Stash to make people buy it? I think that's what yeah, so advertising is. Where did Bobby come from? Find out in Tony Stash. <laughs> he came from Where my did mom. Where go? My mom. <laughs> Alright, alright. Oh, Bobby. <laughs> okay, I think we need a direction here. Uh, we definitely do have a direction. Look at the business card. There was an, a doctor who apparently charged me a lot of money, and we're gonna get it back. Yeah, let's head to the doctor. Okay, good plan. Yeah. I like it. Thanks, what? that's why I'm the leader. Uh, no one said that. Uh, Ranger Rick opens <laughs> up the blinds to the, uh, I mean, Prosecutor Rick opens up the blinds Uh, And outside you see the massive boat colony with sunlight streaming in from all sides. You see pegwigs going about their daily business in a marketplace, which are about two stories above. From there you can see there's multiple tents and shop fronts and storefronts where a mostly pegwig, you can see some other races mixed in, but a mostly pegwigian society is currently living. You can also tell there are massive amounts of guards patrolling the area. Like, whole groups of soldiers and phalanxes of 12 uh, marching in straight lines. And also, one other important thing to note, the entire society is built on a slant. You are slightly off-kilter, even now. Like the boat is leaning to one side? Exactly. Not Titanic proportions of leading, but enough to be noticeable. You know what? I, too, am going to cast Disguise Self. Uh, Tony and Chris, if you don't have Disguise Self, I can lend you the spell. Don't worry, I put on my moose mask. (laughs) (laughs) Smart. (laughs) Alright, Tony, do you want it? Or do you have it? Uh, I definitely don't have it, but I might have something else. A disguise kit or something? I don't think I have a disguise kit, but I might just have like a straight up costume. Doesn't look like it. Yeah, give me that magic rock, my dooter. Uh, okay, I, I I take something from my inventory and I imbue it with uh, disguise self and hand it to Plick Plick. What is this object that you took from your inventory and gave over to your big boy Plick Plick? It's a bucket of grease. Oh, oh, joyous day. Okay, I guess. <laughs> I lather up. Uh, yeah, you disguise yourself. I disguise myself as a gnome with a pointy hat. 
I feel like I'm, that's racist. I really do. I'm disguising myself as Catwell again. Forgot about Catwell. Where's that fan art, everyone? <laughs> Tony, who are you disguised as? I'm disguised as a greasy-looking... Uh, Bad Barry? White guy named Tony? <laughs> he just becomes Tony. Comes <laughs> Tony in canon. I'm trying to think of people that I've seen as Pluck Pluck that would be funny to cameo as. Just be muffins. You got Tia and Tamara. Tia Tamara. I want to be that old dwarf. The <laughs> old Sam. The, the, old the poop master dwarf. Master <laughs> <laughs> should be a job though. <laughs> no, what's his All job? Right, old Sam. Old Sam. Uh, Prepare your best now Sam Elliott impression. Winston, from now on, you're voicing Tony. So enjoy. Okay. <laughs> I like eating ass. <laughs> Tony, that's okay. filthy. Hey, Tony, how do you do it? Okay, how so... How do you eat ass with no ass sauce? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, it's funnier now. <laughs> uh, uh, um, Murdar. Yo. The prosecutor looks at you and looks at the tablecloth okay. and uses the tablecloth as a shawl. Well, I, I hope that helps because your reputation is now kind of tied to mine because of how much we bonked up that situation. Maybe this will teach you not to take legal advice from four crazy men off the street. <laughs> he he points at Cramwell again. He gave a really convincing argument. Could I actually ask for your legal advice for a moment? I mean, I'm still on retainer, so... How does one legally protect themselves? How, how does one legally protect themselves after attempting to start a children's crusade? Just <laughs> Well, uh, you can plead temporary insanity, but part of Renabian law means that you can recruit freely uh, ever since the uh, pirate crew laws of 07. So technically you can ask anyone to join you on a crusade, Regardless of age, gender, or creed. So, I mean, you're in the clear, pal. Interesting. Baby crusade? <laughs> <laughs> Elderly crusade? Right. I mean, it might offend some people, which means they might kill you. But that's completely conjecture from a prosecutor who has seen too much. And he takes another Alka-Seltzer. Anyway... Have a good time, and if you need any legal advice, I suppose I'll be here holding myself away in case uh, the guards come and take me away and kill me. <laughs> now, to be clear, I'm wearing just a tablecloth? Put the tablecloth over you to cover up your very conspicuous nighty-night armor. Blood-soaked <laughs> nighty-night armor? <laughs> Which is covered with pigwiggy and blood still. Oh, they probably won't. Is it, wait, is it purple blood, like the penguins of Batman Returns? No. <laughs> also, we all had one weird thing, right? I I wasn't feeling well. Plick Pluck had no hump. Murdar was what covered in blood. Covered in blood. And and uh, Cramwell had a goatee. Yes. Um. <laughs> How did I get a goatee in an hour? Find well, out. Ask, Man. ask Rick. I don't know. Hey, Rick. Uh, Cramwell. Cramwell asks himself that question and finds out that goatee is in fact false. And it wouldn't make any sense to grow a whole goatee in one hour. But I guess it is magic. Now, why were you wearing a fake mo- fake? Go- Wait, is it fake or is it- It is fake. Magic, like, oh, okay. Now, yes. why were you wearing a disguise? 
know, there's always a good chance it had to do with babes. That's true. Let's go to this doctor. (laughs) Dr. Babe. One quick note about the goatee in question as you take it off, Cramwell. Uh, You notice that inside the goatee there is a label, property of the Goatee Theater Company. And that's spelled G-O-T. Goatee. Found our second stop, boys. (laughs) Interesting. The plot thickens. To the doctors! (laughs) I didn't even know we had a plot. (laughs) Okay. Maybe it's all clues. I lick the blood. (laughs) Does it taste like peg leg blood? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) You're very okay, familiar guys, with the case. We need case. to visit the peg legs. That's the next clue. Wait, maybe, I have a, maybe I'm sick because I swallowed a clue. Like, I knew that like I would wake up and it would get destroyed. I start inducing vomiting. I shove my paw in my mouth. I start frantically reaching through his vomit to find the clue. <laughs> I, start I start vomiting all over... I it. start vomiting over Rick's desk. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Do I have to do a Check or anything? I'm gonna say yes. Okay, I'm looking it up. I got a 22. (laughs) Uh, yeah. So muffins fucking vomits. Uh, within the vomit, uh, you can not. That's gonna make me sick. (laughs) (laughs) Within the vomit, you find there is a big. Splotch of something glowing and green. Is it mayonnaise? No, it's not mayonnaise. You idiot! You ate nuclear waste again. <laughs> uh, can I, I examine it? Uh, yes, yes, you can. Uh, roll me a medicine check. Eight. You don't have enough medical knowledge to quite understand what this is. Uh, but it does not look good, and it smells worse. Not only from the fact that. It is surrounded by your puke, but it's quite solidified comparative to the rest of the gross. Almost like mm. its own goo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I, mm, I... I bet I have some kind of container. Does Rick have, like, a Coke bottle or anything? No, uh, but you do have an alchemist sack, which definitely has potion vials in it. Alright, I'll throw it in a potion vial and examine it later. You got it. Alright, so now we're going to someone with medical knowledge, a doctor, as you guys start making your way out of Rick. And as you guys leave, Cramwell, you're the last one out, Rick gives you a business card of his own. Well, I don't know what's gonna happen, boys, but if you do need legal advice, you let me know, okay? I always do. I always do. You got it. You got me for another three hours. What, what do we need legal advice for if we are the law? <laughs> well, uh, then you'd have to go by the dread statutes of 07, so I hope you filed for that with your local attorney. The uh, dread Lord Stallone. <laughs> uh, so, did you say three hours or something? Yeah, you bought me for three hours. Oh, okay. I thought, like, the boat was leaving or something. All right, to the dock door. To the dock door. Whose money did we spend when we purchased your services, sir? I didn't know out of curiosity. What are my legal fees, you ask? Oh, did we not pay yet? Oh, no, you did. Astronomically high, because I asked very few questions. (laughs) I see. Do you remember who gave you the money? Um, I believe that was that gentleman there, and he points at uh, Cranwell once more. 
Okay, then that's fine. How much would you say you're worth? Uh, if you guys take inventory, you notice none of your actual money is missing. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> how, would you, how would you say your net worth currently is, kangaroo? How much money you got in your pockets? Oh, I'd say if I was a loot drop, I'd be rare to super rare. I start unzipping my zipper bag. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you guys head to the doctors. Um, <laughs> so you walk through uh, the market district, which is between you um, and anywhere where it might be anywhere, uh, which is if you check your map, which was provided... That is currently on deck 24. I'm sorry, 23, where the tents and these shops are. You are elbows to elbows with pegwigs on every corner, and you see very few other races currently there. And the noise is a cacophony of quack, quack. Yeah. Can you spell that? Yeah, uh, that's W A H, uh, W A A A H. It depends what you're saying on how many A's no, are in c- your statement. Cacophony. Can you spell that? Cacophony. Can you say it? Okay, use it in a sentence now. The noise was did. cacophonous. Can you define it? Loud. Sarcophagus, isn't that where mummies come from? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it's like oh, so it's like a mummy place for penguins. <laughs> yeah, so you guys uh, head through the market district, and uh, you guys get stopped by a guard who stands in front of you, and he looks real, real close at Murdar. What's your name and rank? I'm just kidding. Uh, you guys look uh, look kind of familiar, but uh. Uh, I'm looking for a person of interest. And he holds up a poster of Murdar. We got a serial interrogator on the loose. Uh, he would pick <laughs> up people, uh, shout at them for information, and then run off. Uh, okay, I, can I make a roll? You can make a roll if you tell me what the roll is going to be. Well, I was going to, but I wanted to. Oh, have you played this game before? Uh, I'd like to roll to pick him up. Uh, yeah, you could do that. Okay. Roll me in athletics. That is a 24. Okay. That's poor little guy. He got a 15. Okay, so I pick him up. So, well, you rip off his head. <laughs> so you pick up this guy, and he's like, quack, 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 quack. Alright. What are you doing? And I say, that's terrible! How could someone do such a thing? <laughs> you gotta find him! And I put him back down. <laughs> <laughs> Why? <laughs> Suddenly spears, spears everywhere. Oh, so that is the weapon of choice for the Pegwagian guard is a spear. Almost all of the Pegwagian guards are currently carrying these spears. And it is claustrophobic up in here. He gives you a look, Murdar, and he looks at the poster, and he looks back at you, and he's like, that's not a moose. And he keeps going. Uh, so, yeah, you are currently wandering through the market district. You pass by a stall that is uh, currently selling fish. You don't know where the fish came from. Um, you see another ocean. stall for something called Mahmood's Gym Free Furniture, a familiar looking shop, uh, as well as several other smithies. 
general goods stores and things of that nature. Well, those are some generally good stores. <laughs> God damn you. I, I continue to the doctors. Okay. Where is the, uh, is the doctors? Oh, it's not on the card? Yes. It has his name on it. It does not have an address or a map. What then why would we be walking this direction? Right? Uh, the only way to go was really down. So you're looking ah. for the doctors. How are so, you going to find it? That's my first deep, deep puzzle. On it, if not his address, just his name. Just his name, and a picture what a of terrible him. Terrible business card. <laughs> That's terrible. That's branding. a terrible business card. <laughs> That's right. not, that, that branding. It doesn't even have like what he specializes in, in on there. Nope. It, where it's next to specialties, it's just three question marks. <laughs> he could be a doctor of anything. Maybe not even medical. Maybe. Oh, uh, Doctor Boutte stuff <laughs> of philosophy. <laughs> oh, so we found some dumbass who wasted his life. <laughs> uh, I go back to that guard who Murdar just harassed. <laughs> you didn't murder him, right? No, I put him down. Okay. Hey, hey, uh, we're trying to find this guy, and I hand him the card. Oh yeah, oh yeah, you're looking for the doctor? No. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, deception. I know that was a nat 20. Yeah, you should have done an insight check. <laughs> yeah, the doctor's over there. And he points with one of his flippers. Okay. Bye. <laughs> I go there. Hey, thanks. I, so I also he, go there. He, he, points, uh, he points you eastward as you start heading towards the market stalls past them into a shady back alley um, in which you see the sign for a doctor, one of them snake crosses. Maybe just a cross made out of snakes, I don't know. And uh, the front door tinkles open with the bell, and there you can see a pegwag with a stethoscope and a long white coat. And he's like, oh, pleasure to meet you, Dr. Buttstuff, PhD. <laughs> plug, plug, take the lead. Uh, hello there, uh, Mr. Sir. Um, <laughs> you are a really wrinkly dwarf. I am very, very intensely wrinkleified, yes. Thank you for <laughs> noticing. I'm very sensitive about it. Uh, perchance, what might be your uh, profession? He looks around. He looks at his clipboard. He looks back at you. I'm a medical doctor? With a PhD. Yes. What do you think the food stands for? Uh, I'm just curious. I guess, um, don't medical doctors typically get an MD? He starts Ooh. sweating. No. I want to roll, roll an insight check. <laughs> is, this guy, is this guy not a real doctor? I'm rolling that insight. Let me roll the insight. I rolled pretty good for the insight. Let me see what my modifier is. Uh, that'll be a 22. <laughs> Something rings dishonest about this doctor. Well, my man, um, you may be pleasantly surprised to hear that I am uh, very interested in dishonest dealings. Uh, speaking of which, you think you might be able to sell me some, uh, you know, confidential patient information? Uh... Depends on who the patient is. You, you see any freaky looking bird men walking through here with like humps? 
Oh, see any hump, humpy birdmen? Yeah, I was I was waiting for that guy to come back. Yeah, uh, how much is he worth to you? I look around his office. I want to know. I guess how well off this guy is doing in his crooked dealing. Before you rob him. Before I rob him blind. <laughs> uh, my man, how about uh, a solid 50 gold pieces for that information? 50. Uh, roll me a persuasion check. Flick pluck. Good thing. Brag anyone. That's, wow. that's something I'm... We're all desperate <laughs> for money. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that was a uh, 14. Yeah, th- thank God he's a cheap doctor. This <laughs> this place is yeah. clean. There is a nurse currently sitting behind a desk, uh, behind a window. The window has wrought iron bars. Um, it is It is very disinfected, but it looks kind of sturdy. Like, sure. this is not maybe the nicest part of the boat. Sure. Oh, yeah. Uh, How about you, wrinkly man? Uh, You come back to my office and your friends wait here. I've got uh, I've got some very interesting information to share with you. Yeah, sure. Why not? Hey, uh, non wrinkly counterparts. (laughs) (laughs) Stick around. If you hear, oh, God, this guy's trying to kill me. Come in and and wreck his business. (laughs) Sounds like a plan. Oh, people only yell that maybe once or twice an hour. You don't have a thing to worry about. (laughs) And he opens the door uh, next to the wrought iron bars and closes it. The environment changes completely, Plick Pluck. Mm -hmm. Uh, Past the office area, it turns into a temple of some sort. (laughs) And he uh, takes off his stethoscope... And puts on regular cleric robes. <laughs> God. Oh my gosh, it's Cramwell. The one we're traveling with is a fraud. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you the evil goatee. Yeah, you're evil, Cramwell. We missed all the signs. Pink Wakians, and, and the doctor starts uh, talking to you as you start heading towards his office. Pink Wakians are generally very cautious people and have a very low trust of magic. So I just moonlight as a doctor. I'm actually a cleric, which is like ten times more useful in this society. But they don't really value clerical powers. So only the sort of upper class, less the less or more or less wrinkly types such as yourself are able to get in this top tier information. <laughs> uh, and he opens his office, which is it's. A stone door. It's more of a temple. You see there's people, other pigwigs praying nearby. And he uh, goes to a table uh, where there are comically massive syringes set up. Uh, And from a desk drawer, a wooden, a very basic wooden sepulcher, I suppose? No. Bobby, Catholic knowledge. What's the thing that they keep the host in? Chalice? No, that's the cup. You're talking about like the like the little gold cabinet or whatever. Yes, that thing. We got gotcha. you. It's the little gold Got cabinet it. or whatever. And he opens <laughs> that up. It's made of it's made of basic wood, not gold. And he opens it up, and inside is a a vial of glowing blue liquid. Is Monstrous. this similar to the glowing blue liquid I saw? Come out of muffins. <laughs> no, that was green and glowing. So this is very different. 
He's like, well, come on. You could say Gatorade's pretty similar, and it comes in many colors. True, and so, you also sweat it out when you get all sweaty. I've seen the commercials. Uh, and he <laughs> looks at you, Plick Pluck, and he's like, well, this this here, I, that bird person you were referring to, this came out of his back. What, what is it? Some kind of pus? Some kind of... Yeah, so uh, he said he needed some concentrated magic. Uh, so he said to collect fluids from his hump, and it was oh. concentrated into this sort of pure magic elixir. I don't know why he needed it. Uh, he, I don't know, how much is this information worth to you? I, well, sir, listen, listen, sir, we can't be playing this game, my friend. I got three big boys out there ready to wreck your shop <laughs> at the drop of a dime. I already oh, gave yeah. you my 50... 50- <laughs> Gold pieces, which from the looks of this and the fact that I now know your secret identity and could have the gods rush in here and burn the witch, I think maybe I'm entitled to some freebies. Well, this is and not after illegal. he said uh, the, th- the three big boys, it cut to the three of us. We're all looking out the window, staring at the clouds. <laughs> oh, yeah, that one looks like a marshmallow. <laughs> and I, I'm, I'm licking near to my taint. Oh, God, no. <laughs> Back, oh, I forgot you're a cat. Okay, phew. <laughs> you can't- you cannot do that! You are regular human proportions! You can do anything if you try. Your body doesn't oh. move like that! Not actual you cat! Cramwell yeah. could be very flexible. <laughs> it, are you? Can you roll a flexible check? <laughs> oh god. That's and he looks- <laughs> as you- as you make these remarks, he's like, Wah. and he takes the gold, he's like, all right, fine. Um, and he hands you the goop, and he's like, "From what I could tell, the man was covered with mildew when he came to visit me, the mm-hmm. bird man." Did he say anything about where he was from or where he was going? Just that he needed some hump juice. He said his back was bothering him for a while, and he said that he needed to bring it somewhere. I don't remember. He said he needed to bring it somewhere. And he would be back for it in ten minutes. But ten minutes turned into never, as he has not re- returned. This was around twenty minutes ago at this point. About twenty minutes ago. <laughs> turned into never. Uh, you charge him for these services? This seems like a major medical or clerical, I don't know how you got the goop out procedure. It wasn't that much of a big deal. Yes, I, I did charge him. But he had a cleric with him. Who shared some inside knowledge about some goings on with a god that's recently taken a mortal form? Mm-hmm. Use the power of Melora. Yeah. How much so- you uh? How much you charge for something like that? I mean, I got lots of sag. I mean, I don't know. Maybe you got some magic goop in these these love flaps. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, uh, it, uh, it's around a thousand gold pieces. You know, per cubic centimeter of hump, generally. But, uh, I gave it to him for free after I learned the information. Mm. Alright, my man, uh, you know what, I'll keep my end of the bargain and let you go without telling any of the, uh, you know, non-believers about your non-medical practice. Yeah, you keep that to yourself, and if you need medical attention, you don't know where to find me. I'm Dr. Buttstuff! <laughs> <laughs> I see. I could tell by the question marks you put on your business card. It was very helpful in not finding you. 
<laughs> and if you're wondering how a man could get mildew covered him in the desert, I haven't the faintest idea, but you just might want to check the bottom of the boat. I hear it's gets... I would imagine that's where the grime... That's where the grime... Such as yourself lives. No. Maybe. All right. So you have now acquired one bottle of concentrated magical elixir that was removed from your hub. And he's like, oh, if you see the Birdman, uh, tell him that his hump should come back within maybe two months. Great. If he wants another thing, then uh, do let me know because uh, I got wonderful. I got the needles here. Absolutely wonderful. Thanks for that knowledge. I'm so glad that humps such as that grow back. It's a magical thing, man. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not a doctor. <laughs> Alrighty. Just a cleric. <laughs> I walk back out to the the duders. Alright. You relay what you have found out to everyone. Wow, mildew. So he wasn't a doctor. There was a bunch of mildew, yeah. But, you know, if you ever want to, you know, cause chaos, you just tell one of the gods that this guy's, you know, like a cleric. Not that I would ever do such a thing. Now keep that in the back pocket. Yeah, wink, wink. Or the front pocket, or, you know, just out on the open. Speaking of medical emergencies, Muffins, roll me a constitution saving throw. Okay. I got a 16. Alright, so you take half damage. Half of one million is... <laughs> Muffins, you take eight damage to the tum-tum. You don't feel oh, so oh. good. Oh! I'm going to go see this doctor! And I wink at them. <laughs> Doctor! And I, every time I say doctor, I put up quote marks. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. Doctor! Does he come? Yes, I'm Dr. Buttstuff. I banging on the door. Dr. Cleric! Dr. Cleric! <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's going on. I threw this up, and I hold up the vial of green, and now everything hoits! Hoits! <laughs> the Dr. Cleric looks at it, and he looks at you, and he goes... Well, oh, that was a critical. He knows exactly what this is. Yeah. Do you have any family? Assumably. Me. (laughs) It's me. That's my son. (laughs) (laughs) I get my height from my mother's side. (laughs) Well, you might want to um, wish them uh, a goodbye and uh, do a lot of praying. And, uh... Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no! What is it, Doc? Um, this is, uh, the Ooze. Catchy name, but... Well, I could have told him it was Ooze! <laughs> Welcome to an extra special episode of Legion of Red Up, the one where Muffins gets leukemia. <laughs> oh, God! <laughs> it's one, it's one of those very special episodes <laughs> from the 80s. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, that's like Fred dropping that cancer joke in the middle of the Scooby Natural. (laughs) (laughs) Will I make it? I don't know, Muffins. I don't Um, know. The ooze is a a potent poison used by only the highest order of assassins. Uh, I hear a a band from, I believe it was the Land Eternal used to use it. But now it's sort of circulated... The globe, and now everyone seems to be using it. Anyway, 
Uh, there's the only way to get the antidote is by uh, uh, finding the knife that stabbed you, and it should be in the hilt. They're only a one-time use thing, but uh, oh. yeah. I don't. Do I have any gaping wounds? Yeah. Do uh, do a little self check there. I look at myself, and I close my eyes and see if I'm feeling pain from in any intense spot. As of right now, no. It looks like any wounds you might have had are no longer there. Closed okay. by some sort of clerical magic, potentially. Okay. The knife went up your pooper. <laughs> <laughs> right up. Well, fellas, um, this might be the end for muffins. <laughs> All right, see you later. Well, you might need a cleric to, you know, bury you and stuff. Mr. Cleric Man, <laughs> how much will Crown have to pay you to bury our cat friend? Actually, I'm an, I'm do you have a shoebox? He's our cat friend right now. And yeah, he's our cat friend and he's a cleric. <laughs> I'm so confused by that statement. <laughs> do you have a shoebox? Well, let me, let me ask you a much more clear statement. I wipe some of the blood off me under my hand and stick it in his mouth. Now, does this taste like flick bite? Pegwag blood? <laughs> Pegwag. And? Does it? <laughs> <laughs> um, Doctor, is there anything I can do to to get get push off the death? If you have any health potions, use them so you, you don't die. But definitely don't sleep, because this does not sleep on you. Well, there goes your uh, long rest, <laughs> and your long rest, and your long rest, and your long rest. Yeah, we can sleep while Muffins looks around. Wait, why would why would it affect our long rest? We're not poison. Yeah, well, uh, <laughs> if you guys don't find the the poison that's killing Muffins, he gonna die. Yeah, but I can long rest. I mean, he'll be dead, but I'll wake up juiced up, ready to find the antidote. <laughs> yeah, I'll True. just keep long resting. I'll beat the system. <laughs> <laughs> I'll keep long resting. You guys solve the mystery. If you find a weird dagger, please bring it back. But otherwise, whatever. <laughs> okay, now you have your clues. Muffins was stabbed. Mildew. Dagger. Poison. Goatee. A I kangaroo. A, on any of them. a judge. Uh, we do have the goatee theater company or or uh, the bottom of the boat where Pluck Pluck assumably got mildew. I, I kind of chose the doctor's office, so... There's a, la- there's a label that says, quote, unstable caution near the bottom of the boat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. So that probably doesn't bode well. Um, the future canoe. Maybe that's <laughs> the dramatic conclusion. Uh, do you, that's so, a, yeah, it's unstable because it's a canoe. <laughs> would you guys prefer uh, the theater company, I guess? This is probably crime wall yeah. section. All right, we're going... Did it taste like? <laughs> oh yeah, what what the doctor say? He responded to my medical query. Yeah, yep, that's definitely pegwag blood. How much pegwag blood have you tasted? Uh, a lot. I am a pegwag, so I've tasted my own blood. Yeah, you always sample yeah. your own supply. <laughs> You're sick. You've been You're your cheek before. Fuck. Do you know that, Doctor Cleric? Yeah, I know. <laughs> wink <laughs> You are the wind beneath 
You guys are looking for... Best Buy. <laughs> Best Buy. You guys are looking for the Goatee Theater Company. Alright, I walk out the door and I look for the... Wait, does my uh, does my mustache have an address on it? Yes. My goatee, I mean? Yes. Yeah, that's convenient. We're gonna go to that address. <laughs> <laughs> so all the okay. addresses can come come back to them. <laughs> yeah, obviously. So you start heading uh, heading towards the address. You follow the street signs, um, and it brings you down a floor. You are now on the twenty fourth deck, which reeks of industry and the sound of clanging and banging steel. On this floor, you can see that, quite clearly, there is a training ground for guards, as there are hundreds of, potentially thousands, of penguin soldiers here. Penguin soldier? (laughs) Never gets old. (laughs) These penguin soldiers are currently trading, but there are a lot of them. You might think that these folks are supposed to be doing something more important. As of right now, they're not. They're currently doing a lot of nothing. Um, You continue going down past the training, uh, past the smithies, and you find yourself now on deck 25. A calmer, quieter deck. The haunted Um, deck. As our map says. As your map says. On the 25th deck, you can see that past the staircase... There is two or three, hard to tell, inns or taverns. Uh, Past the inns or taverns, you can see and you can hear the sound of entertainment. And a a small little festival is going on in the background. There, you see a massive goatee on a sign, which is kind of a fucking given. I think, uh... I looked all over this floor, and I think we're supposed to go to the inns and taverns. <laughs> <laughs> is that what Cranwell does? Uh, he's going to grab a quick drink while Muffins is suffering before he goes into the goatee society. <laughs> I mean, I ain't going to lie, I could probably use a drink since my goddamn hump's going to come back. <laughs> <laughs> Might as well fill it up with beer. <laughs> we should get so drunk we get hung over and black out that'd be fun she get so drunk I fill up my hump and I can like survive off of it for weeks I don't think that's how it's gonna work but I'm down to get shit faced this <laughs> muffins is slowly dying in the background <laughs> alright you enter into the salty mackerel one of the inns there you can see a tavern. It smells like cooked fish. There are people drinking revelry all over. As soon as you enter, however, you get stopped by what looks like a barkeep. She's an indignant-looking pegweg, and she stops you with a broom, and she's like, No! And she points yes. it at Murdar. Last time you came in here, you killed three of our patrons. Oh, you're mistaken. This isn't Murdar. This is Moose Dar. <laughs> I know exactly who I'm talking to. No, look, you see, you see the helmet. It's a moose. Uh, we were and well the, aware of this Murdar character on the loose. And the blanket tablecloth. <laughs> the man with the moose helmet came in and killed three of my patrons. I know who I'm talking about. Uh, what? 
I, I was like, no, I'll go, I'll go find the guy you're talking about. I run around the corner, put my terrasque helmet on, take off my tablecloth, revealing all the blood stains, and I come back and go, whew, that was a close one. I saw that murder run past looking for someone. It's me. Murder. <laughs> not, not what? What? Not, <laughs> so, yeah. We, we oh, said hey, it's, was, it's you. You're the guy who chased off the moose mask guy. Yes. Does that what? blood belong to him? Yes. Don't taste it. No. <laughs> I refuse. <laughs> so, uh, wait, wait. Does that mean kill you's on deck? <laughs> Yeah, uh, this is uh, Sweet Life on Deck featuring Kill You and Murder. <laughs> sweet Life with Kill You and Cody. <laughs> well, you can maybe assume that, or maybe you can think that uh, Murdar uh, chased away himself, but this innkeep doesn't know that. Oh, you mean just now? I thought the guy who came in and killed a bunch of patrons. Oh, no, no, that him. is what she's referring to. So yeah. maybe Murdar wore the moose mask during the. <laughs> I might have used this exact same ploy, but before. <laughs> <laughs> of course, or it's kind of your gimmick. <laughs> Kill you is still alive out there somewhere. It might be Kill you. However, you don't know. Well, but I have his mask, so. Yeah, yeah you if do. He can't make a new one. No way he can make a. It's no way that Murdar would keep a second helmet lying around. Come on. That would be insane. The the artistry and craftsmanship that went into making a helmet look just like a Tarasque, it'd be pointless to remake that. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I just got a shit ton 3D printed, now available on legionofmenob.shop. <laughs> <laughs> that would be fun, actually. I would love to do that. Um, Anyone can do it. Do it. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yes, Miss One Orc Sluge, please. Oh, yeah, you're with the Mummers, right? Yeah, come on in. Drinks are on the house. And by that, I mean one, because I don't want you guys drinking me out of a house again. Yes, the And uh, for you guys not in the mo- no, Mummers is a, a type of thespian. I yeah, I don't know. really know thespian stuff. It, I was kind of like the, the quarterback back in high school, none of this drama stuff. <laughs> Use Muffin's voice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, football. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, Murdar, you are surrounded by fans of yours as they start wiping you clean of the blood. Well, thanks for chasing off that guy. I'm so sorry. I don't know why he came back. I thought you killed him the first time. I like to think it's a bunch of penguins licking blood off of your mouth. <laughs> They're not licking you! That's no one is licking- no one wants blood in their mouth besides Chris! I imagine they're all called penguin penguins. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's not what I want, it's what <laughs> I need we to do! Penguin leather cloth they all want. <laughs> yeah. Looking for something that says, uh, daddy penguin <laughs> likes leather. <laughs> Why are there so many purple penguins? <laughs> Why are there so many penguins in leather gimp suits? <laughs> um, so, sitting at the table, uh, at the edge of the bar, alone, by himself, you see, completely shit-faced, a man in a yellow shirt. Kimmy Quickfingers. No. It's the guy who took away our memories! I run over to him. I'm still a gnome, by the way. That is true. 
Hello, kind sir. <laughs> uh, what brings you to Deldofton? You're talking to that guy? Yeah. Who else am I talking to? Some other boring NPC that's not related to the plot? Yeah, I assume you're talking to the barkeep at this point. No, I'm just kidding. Never. Yeah, you walk up to the guy uh, drinking alone, and he, he his head on the table, he gives you a bleary-eyed look. He's like, work. And I uh, sit, is he at a ta- you say he's at a table, I sit on one of the chairs with him, or I pull yeah. up a chair. Oh, yeah. what kind of work you in? And he's like, oh, I don't want to talk about it. Oh, uh, hey, Cramwell, why don't you come over here and uh, bring your fun zone? <laughs> oh, yes. Welcome to the bone zone. <laughs> Do you have I, zone I make a zone of truth around him. He looks at you. He's like, oh, it's Cramwell. Hey, and you must be Muffins. Cramwell is a cat person. <laughs> and you called yes. him Cramwell right there. Ah, oh, shit. That's a popular name. <laughs> a lot of cats, cats have, have that name. name. Yeah. Oh, he is a cat. I'm going to do a deception check. <laughs> <laughs> no, you guys, I know it's you. Come on. Deception. Be- Come on. You sure, right? Roll a deception. 14. Oh, oh, come on, guys. I know it's you. Oh, man. You really found us. All right, you motherfucker. What you do to us? I'll kill you. I'll rip out your tongue. Where are my memories? Memories? <laughs> All right, can I, hey, Clark, can I roll a check? Wait, I can roll an intimidate because I have yeah. more intimidate. Oh, I wasn't planning it. Actually, not anymore. Oh, yeah? What, the, what you got now? I got the new magic thing. Yeah, you got intimidate. the cape. What What are you up to? Uh, well, it's my strength mod, so... Oh, okay, yeah, you're from... Okay, yeah, you're slightly more intimidating than Muffins now. How terrible. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, can I do an intimidate? Or, no, you know what, do your thing, whatever you want to do. Okay, Clark, I'd like to roll a uh, strength check. To pick him up? Uh, no, to tackle him over the bar. Actually, not over, through the bar. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, yes. Oh, attempt to tackle him. Roll me an attack throw first to see. Oh, Okay. Yes. Uh, 20? Not Nat. Okay. You run into... You run towards him, uh, throw your arms around in the tackle position, and you find your hand stuffed with a chair. You now see him sitting across the room, head against the table, cups of beers in front of him, drunk. Did he teleport? You currently are holding the chair he was just sitting in. So did he teleport? Maybe. The drunken uh, master. <laughs> He's the train uh, mancer? Can I roll an arcane check to see if he teleported? Uh, sure. You can see if you understood what just happened there magically. May Oh, God. I don't. <laughs> it was like a three. Yeah. He just poofy. No, there was no uh, cloud of smoke. No movements. It's just he was there one second and gone the next. Okay. Well, uh, that's all I got, guys. I, uh... It was an illusion, Michael. <laughs> well, what did he do to my intimidating speech? Like, Roll me intimidation check. 18. Muffins, you have detect magic, don't you? Yeah. Let's see where this intimidation goes before I burn more spell slots. Oh, man. You guys are loud, he says from across the room. So he teleported over there now? He teleported over there first, uh, after you would made the intimidating speech and... Murdar tried to tackle him, and then uh, yeah. he said that 
from across the room. I feel like I don't need to detect magic to know there is magic, Tony. You can determine the school of the magic, though. Okay. And more importantly, perhaps the source of the magic, I think. I, I also don't... I spell says exactly. I'm also looking at my list. I don't have it. Oh. I thought that was like a built-in for... For artificers? Alchemists, yeah, artificers. Uh, I have fire, acid, tanglefoot, human... You can you can attempt to just simply roll me an arcana check as a wizard alchemist. I think you might know some stuff. Okay. I got a 14. Alright. So, the faintest tinkling from your knowledge of the school of magics comes to you. It is some sort of transmutation magic that is being used. Mm. And that's, that's transforming one thing into another. Is he transforming himself into air? <laughs> Uh, guys, I'm one step away from casting Magic Missile, because it won't miss. I don't know. What? I feel like it's going to miss. Somehow. Its whole thing is it doesn't miss. Because he's even here. <gasps> oh my gosh. Yeah, maybe he's getting drunk at home and he, he made himself appear here. Okay. Uh, I wanna, let me try one thing. Let me try one thing before we do that. Uh, can I talk to the bartender, Clark? Yes. I say... Who dat guy? <laughs> Who dat guy? And I point at guy. Ah, uh, she looks at the guy in the yellow shirt. She says, I don't know, he just sort of wandered in here about ten minutes ago and got drunk in the literal blink of an eye. Maybe he can move really fast. He's either Speedy Gonzalez or Sonic the Hedgehog. Do you think he can take time? So he took an hour from us and then he can move quickly for an hour or time travel for an hour or something? You know what? What if he stopped time and then just walked on over there? He seems to be some kind of Time Lord. Time Lord, yeah. It's uh, glad to see people with such power use it so wisely and, you know, just really using (laughs) all that extra time for good. Really, really good. To uh, really fuck with us. I don't have any spells that stop time wizards. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking through everything now. If it would have been good if I didn't if I didn't say Cramwell earlier. Man Uh I mean, I could cast Ray of Frost on him, but I I'm sure he'll just time warp. Let's do the time warp again. You could silence him. I don't think any of us have silence though. I have silence. I think Time Stuff has a verbal component. I might be wrong, though. That is if it is. Yeah, but he didn't say anything. He did it just two seconds ago. Yeah. True. That's true. How's that Zone of Truth doing for us? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so if you want to go back to the interrogation method, I'd say shoot. Yeah, Clark, did he still cast Zone of Truth? Um, I honestly, I didn't even. A lot of shit just happened. But yeah, I'll roll a wisdom save. That's charisma. Oh, that was a nat one. Okay. Uh, okay, so he has to tell the truth at least. Yeah, the zone of truth worked. He does not seem to care or notice anything has happened. Hey, you! Tell us what you're doing from across the bar. <laughs> <laughs> what? What I'm doing from what? I will have to, guys. In full disclosure, I believe we all have to roll a charisma saving throw. I don't think I have to. No, not you. I mean, I'm not planning on lying, but sure. But we have to now. Okay. Plus, it's funny. It well, is funny. 
Uh, I might have passed that check. What's the What's the check I passed? It's Bobby's safe. It's Tony. Okay, I beat it. I got sixteen. I also beat it. Tony. I rolled a fourteen. All right, we can all lie if we choose to. That's probably good. Wall disguised. <laughs> Back to my original question. Hey, you! How are you using that magic there? So yeah, uh, here's what happens. Uh, his eyes start to glow black, uh, and from his drooling mouth, a black drool starts coming forward. He's like, I'm a demon? Are you a semen demon? <laughs> <laughs> he is on the boat. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, uh, what did you... Did How'd you take an hour... Why did you take an hour from us? It was in the contract you verbally signed. Okay, but why? What level are you? Because I'd say from a scale from 1 to 100, I'm about a CR 45. Ooh. I think we can take him, though. <laughs> well, at least we made him tell the truth somehow. Good thing we didn't fight him. And he, he takes tried. another strike. Good thing he didn't. And <laughs> he goes back to his sort of normal doughty human face, and he's like, Yeah, I was contracted to come uh, figure I'd try and solve the corruption problem in Del Dofton, but I I can't do it by myself, and I needed a group of gullible patsies to do it for me, so you verbally- Could you have tried just asking politely? Were you the offering coin in return for our services? You know what the problem is with you mortals? You care too much? And he points above your heads, and a clock shows up (laughs) above each of you. It's like, you guys waste so much goddamn time. And each of you have a different number above your head. (laughs) And he points at you, Cranwell. Despite the (laughs) fact that Murdar was asleep for a hundred years and lived much longer than you, you currently are sitting pretty at 5,678 hours at 62 seconds. Dang. And he, Murdar, I'm in like double digits. Yeah. Uh, Muffins, Muffins, you, you don't have that much time wasted. You're only at about 100 hours. 101 hours, 36 minutes, 12 seconds. Hey, let's big talk for somebody getting drunk at the bar. Another round, please. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was counting down to our death. Yeah, me too. <laughs> so yeah. I thought it was saying Cranwell has a lot of time. Yeah. No. Yeah, no. Um, no, no. Uh, if so, uh, losers. How great would it be if Cranwell's was like five, four? <laughs> <laughs> and and Ooh, the, the, the clocks above your head vanish, and he's like, ugh. I can't work with people who use their time so poorly. Awesome, and heal my friend Muffins, give my friend his humpback that he wants so bad, clean my armor <laughs> off by licking it, <laughs> and uh, also explain to me how you're the only demon with clock powers, because I met a lot of demons in hell when we were there just like ten days ago. <laughs> <laughs> Not all demons come from hell, idiot. What, hell too? Yes, I heard some come from Japan. Yeah, you know, the ethereal plane. Your hell was like... Like, the worst. But, like, not the worst hell you could be in, but, like, the worst hell you could be in, you know? 
Think of all the Hitlers. <laughs> oh man, so many Hitlers. <laughs> He's a karate Hitler. He's a very good guy. Nah, no. I'm going to say any, any one of them is pretty bad. <laughs> karate Hitler. His branding. He was the most collectible of them, but still bad. <laughs> wow, Devil Man, you're such a crybaby. <laughs> I get that reference, I think. So what was in the contract? Why, do, why yeah. does a demon care about corruption? Wouldn't you celebrate it? Yeah, no, I was celebrating a regular type of demon. He's a semen demon. <laughs> oh, God. What's that kind of corruption? I'll take from that what you will. It was a random joke. <laughs> and, another, and another minute clicks on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, what was in the contract, and why do you care about corruption, <laughs> Mr. Demon? <sighs> I was I was contracted to come here by who? By a person. Oh, co- oh, they, come on! Zone of truth. You can tell that this is this is his truth. Which person is coming out of his mouth? He can't possibly be lying about this. Which person? Uh, no, he. That is all he said. That his. Would, which person? Which person? That's all I could say. Not according to Zone of Truth. According to Zone of Truth, no, that is literally, I cannot say otherwise. Hmm. And what was in this contract? I was to figure out why what happened to the king. Yeah. What about the contract you we signed? Yeah, you verbally agreed to give me a moment of your time in exchange for. Nothing. Oh, he just walked up and asked time and money or time. We said sure. Yeah, a contract usually is yeah. something. Yeah, ask for anything. All right. Yeah. You can have another moment of my time for a beer. <laughs> no, don't say that. I do not agree to what he just said. <laughs> we wake up and Muffins is dead. <laughs> so sue me, whatever. Oh, oh, we do know a lawyer. Yeah, we do. Can I get a written form of that contract? Ugh. And he pulls the contract out of his pocket. Also, only I consented. Uh, the other three did not. Yeah. Also, also technically true. speaking, a moment's only two or three minutes. <laughs> you know what? We follow us. We're going up to see this lawyer we have on retainer for three hours. We're getting this settled. That will pay him a lot of money. I don't have a lot of time left on this earth, but I'm going to use it to make the rest of your life miserable. <laughs> your clock starts rapidly accelerating. It's just shooting up minutes. You guys return to Prosecutor Rick with a written contract. Uh, we're, we're just gonna we're just gonna fa- fast travel there. Okay. <laughs> All right. We, yeah, we hit select. We click the arrow that says Rick's place. Yes. And uh, we, we, we travel there. And I'm like, yo, Rick, read this contract. Is it, is it binding? Has Rick cleaned up the vomit? Yes. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> the fast travel makes me puke. He put things back into order since last time you were here. Whatever organized chaos his office was in before. And he was like, well, sure, I'm not doing anything besides waiting for my inevitable death. Let me give it a look. Um, and he takes a look over the contract, and he says, Well, I only see one verbal signature here. And he points at four lines, only one of which has Muffin's signature on it. 
And it's like an audio well, sound clip. <laughs> yeah, you click the like little like speaker icon and, and then yeah. say, sure. Sure. <laughs> sure. You click the capture button, it says I am not a robot, Spike can't sign it. <laughs> so can we sue him? I mean, can these three well, sue him? Uh, there must be a president, right? It looks like there's gotta be a president to this because why would a demon need a contract to take something unless he was contracted to take contracts anyway? Wow. So yes. This was a mistake. Yes, it is. The law is confusing. But yes, uh, it looks like from the fine print, uh, you are eligible for compensation is you did not all for four of you consent to a moment of your time, which was one hour. So it's not okay. <laughs> Well, yeah, you were correct, uh, Cranwell. Uh, time, a moment was three minutes uh, until uh, 4420 uh, when they said it was an hour. Uh, I could go into the long and uh, multiple case files, but if I could be honest, I don't think that's important. Anyway, you three are eligible for, looks like, time back, uh, except for you, Paul Muffins, who looks like your time is limited. You're looking a little bit peaked, oh, mate. <laughs> yeah, I know. I just... <laughs> <laughs> I throw up all over his desk. <laughs> uh, muffins, most of your vomit compared to last time is gross glowing green liquid. Oh no, the secret of the ooze. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I think this means that... Uh, Alright. We gotta just... Say his name, he opens the contract, he's like, Tim! And the demon, uh, complete with table and cups and chair, falls into the room, uh, into the puddle of vomit. Grandma, <laughs> right, you get uh, here? <laughs> Alright, this is Tim Tanner. He's a demon. We know. He said that, uh, Tim, you have broken your contract, so you owe these boys some time. And he's like, no! <laughs> Stupid zone of truth! It's incredible that we've had two law epics in two seasons. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, fine! <laughs> Objection! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we SVU. This sounds like SVU. <laughs> it's the only this one I know. Standard law and order. No, this is criminal intent. <laughs> criminal null intent. Now, and the demon Tim Turner looks at all of you. He's like, "All right, fine. I can't give you your time back. Like, could just give you someone else's. I'll take Murdars. I'll take Cromwell's. I'll <laughs> you take can't. a cat. <laughs> That's not how it we'll works. We'll just take each other. <laughs> Double dick. Double dick move.
Thank you for listening to Legion of Renob Season 3, Episode... Uh, I don't actually know. I think 51. Uh, no, oh wait, no. God. It's uh, 44. Definitely 44. Um, a fan just sent us the uh, Amazing Spider-Man 2 Special Edition, which includes a, includes a bust of Jamie Foxx's <laughs> character Electro. <laughs> Thank you, anonymous fan. I, I know I know many uses for this. Uh, we have a few shoutouts today for our fans and friends. Big special thank you. I'm just gonna do these do these two real quick. Uh, welcome Cable to our Patreon. Thank you for patronizing us. <laughs> we really appreciate it. And um, thank you, Daikunda and Lynn, for updating your pledges as well. And thank you, Jesse, for becoming a patron. Yes. Go you, Jesse. And I'm hoping, like, Cable, who are, who's one of our latest patrons, I'm imagining he's, like, a grizzled old man from the future sent to listen to great podcasts to save the future. <laughs> I think we were talking about a different Cable. Okay. <laughs> that, is not, that is not true. I think you're... Actually, on that topic, can you imagine Larry the Cable Guy traveling through time? Any other time period besides, like, early 2000s, you way out of place. <laughs> I want him to be like the this cable from Deadpool 2 <laughs> played by Larry the Cable Guy. What am I doing here? Like he's standing over the kid in Deadpool 2 with like his laser sword. He's like, get her done. Are you smarter than a fifth grader? That wasn't him. I know. <laughs> I don't know any other Larry the Cable Guy references. <laughs> I know that he replaced The Rock in the Tooth Fairy sequel. <laughs> so if if The Rock gets tired of the Fast franchise, I hope Hobbs comes back as Larry the Cable Larry Guy. Larry the Cable Guy is doing with his life right now. Rolling around in piles of money. Well, yeah, but I mean, besides that, he's probably like, that early 2000s kick is probably over now. He hit his high point at Delta Farce. <laughs> Here we are. Delta Farce. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Can we do a team? We're just gonna run out fast down like a. We got only two actors: Tim Allen, Layer, and the Cable Guy. The gonna... Blue Collar Comedy Tour featuring the Legion of Renob. <laughs> <laughs> now, Larry, did you do as much or more cocaine than Tim Allen delivered? <laughs> <laughs> Back to the patrons, Dakunda actually sent us a nice little message. Uh, Dakunda said he was upping my pledge because A, paying money to listen to a bunch of nerds make a bunch of dick jokes sounds like a totally reasonable purchase. Does to me too. And B, you guys seriously are my favorite D&D podcast. Listening Woo! to you guys reminds me of playing D&D with my friends. Namely, utter, utterly laugh out loud nonsense, so keep up the good work. P.S. Barbarians rule! <laughs> yeah. Sure, they do. Thank you so much, Dakunda. Thanks, Dakunda. We appreciate you. It's amazing we haven't sold more Bambarians Rule t-shirts. <laughs> Everyone wants to quote it, but no one wants to buy it. We have the merch booth in the back of our tour. Of when, when we're on tour with Blue Collar Comedy. I hope someone gets stabbed by a rival biker gang because they think the Barbarians are real. <laughs> That's not like a biker gang name, though. I right. think, uh, I think uh, Chris is the best person to read this next... Uh, uh, we received some fan art on our Discord uh, in regards to Chris, Chris's ending. 
where all the Hitlers showed up, and Muffins was riding on top of Maricross with a holy flamethrower super soaker. So, it's excellent. I'm posting it as the episode art for this episode, but Chris, why don't you just give some, uh, name off some Hitlers that you see there. There's a big old list right well, there. Well, I wouldn't know, but I am reading. He, thankfully, he did put a description of what each Hitler was. <laughs> We've got... Alien Hitler, Fuel Japan Commoner Hitler, (laughs) that's a good one, Blacksmith Hitler, Minion Hitler, Warthog Hitler, Vampire Hitler, Bob Ross Hitler, Karate Hitler, classic, Emo Hitler, Fat Hitler, Space Hitler, and on the left is Curve Hitler, Blue Hitler, Joe Hitler, Cat Hitler, Triangle Hitler, and Eyepatch Hitler, Robocop Hitler. Some honorable mentions are Obama Hitler, Picasso Hitler. Spider Hitler <laughs> from the Spider Verse sequel, yes. <laughs> and, and Yeti Hitler. Hitler, Hitler. I do see Hitler. Robocop Hitler in there, though. Yeah. Oh, that was before the honorable mentions. Yeah. There's Minion. There's Robocop. There's Bob <laughs> Ross. Common- oh, yeah. I do see Japanese commoner Hitler. <laughs> I love Cat Hitler. It's just an orange cat with a mustache. Oh man. <laughs> Wait, is that Japanese commoner Hitler? I do not want. <laughs> Thankfully, these Hitlers no longer exist. So, <laughs> honorable mention to Thankfully. Clark for making that. That's oh, emo Hitler. All Hitlers are are dead and should be dead, and Hitler is the worst. Yes. Fat Hitler. <laughs> Important <laughs> side note: Hitler is the worst. This has been yeah, a really just, cool day. Deep No, I'm not reading that one. Let's just get that out there. Hitler sucks. Hitler is bad. <laughs> That's why he's in hell. We hate God, Hitler. Obviously. <laughs> we got some hot takes. I think we have one I'm more. Not I'm not reading it. One more non Hitler. <laughs> There's actually two. Uh, but go ahead with the Oh, first yeah, you're one. right. And I don't even know what this. I think, I think we put him in canon was a mistake because now every letter he writes us is canon now. <laughs> Look, there's a machine that sucked out Anne Hathaway's soul. <laughs> it's called the Princess Diaries. To have an Anne Hathaway soul. <laughs> Think about it. You can put Anne Hathaway in any body you want to. Wait, what? <laughs> you took her soul out. Why would you want to do that? Well, because like personality. You could like put her in like Fat Albert or, or an alligator or something. <laughs> and you could still have Anne Hathaway there. <laughs> <laughs> so like, let's, say, let's say, for example, you have like a fat fetish. Now you can have Anne Hathaway and a fat girl. You have an Asian fetish? Great. You now you have Asian Anne Hathaway. This, I want to call Chris shallow, but right now he's showing that his celebrity crush, he's not attracted to their body, he's attracted to their soul. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's like, what, what do you. Oh, Scarlett Johansson, number one on the list. Like, why? She just seems so kind. No, the no. charity work First she does. J Law. You can put J Law's soul into any body of a female. I was about to say, <laughs> you put it into my body, Chris? <laughs> well, she'd have to talk like Anne Hathaway. Not, wait, like J Law. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> what about Larry the Cable Guy? <laughs> okay, I'm out. I'm out of Larry the Cable Guy. Oh. What about in a bust of Electro? <laughs> <laughs> it has well, yeah come on it has no genitals but it has a mouth <laughs> and you know Anne Hathaway and her beautiful soul is in this electrobust <laughs> well I, you can put anything inside you can put Larry Campbell guy inside of Halle Berry as cattle man I'd be gay <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> oh man. Um, just Winston. turns around and like, get her dead. <laughs> Winston, we have one, one last shout out. <laughs> I'm Electro. <laughs> so we have one last shout out this week, please. <laughs> we have an email from Ted. <laughs> He says, hey, I hope you got that Electro bust. Hello, I am a new fan of the podcast, and as I was listening, I became enthralled by the kitlings, like Leaf and Pickles. I was enthralled. He's one of those people. Well, I'm pretty, I'm pretty <laughs> confident I has no face enthralled by the kitlings. <laughs> I was enthralled so so much that I wanted to play one, a kitling in the campaign that I'm that I'm playing with friends. I'm not very far in, only on season two. Oh boy, you got a road out of here. <laughs> so I want to know how sane Dragonface really is. Thank you. Thank you, Ted. Chris, uh, how Thanks, sane Ted. is Dragonface? We did send is Ted, uh, we we're currently playtesting a, uh, a Kitling um, module sort of thingy. Uh, I will post it again. So you guys can have it on our Discord. So look forward to it there. <laughs> I was going to say, Ted, uh, just don't make him an artificer. <laughs> and Chris, how sane is Dragonface? Well, I think he's pretty sane. Like, if you could eat another human being mm-hmm. and be like nourished, wouldn't you be eating human arms all the time? Get her done. <laughs> See you next week. Keep Are it floppy. Smarter than a fifth grader. <laughs> I'm excited about to get here, you guys. I'm Electro! <laughs> Zap! Zap! <laughs>